And welcome back to another episode of the Peer Steel Podcast. I am Louis P. Schreier. I'm Austin Nottestead. A.K.A. The Headlocker. The Headlocker. And this, is, this show was Peer Steel. In Sex Appeal. So, yeah, we botched that one. It's been over a week since we did a show. This is the first Has time we've done two... Has it been a week? Yeah. Over a week? Yeah, last Thursday we did one. Thir- yeah, you're right. Yeah. So we're rusty. Yeah, we're fairly sober. Yeah, I'm kind of out of it. No, you just got back from your vacation. Well, we got back Thursday at, like, midnight. So, I mean... Or, yeah, Wednesday at midnight, I should say. What What was... What was worse to drive there or drive back? I actually... The worst part of the drive for me was the drive from, like, Westby to Rochester. I hate that stretch of highway. I see. I hated... Because we went, obviously, to North Dakota first. Okay. And so we went... We went the same kind of, you know, went toward Rochester. Right. But we went through St. Paul... Yeah, you went farther north than yeah, we did. Yeah, we went Saint, from St. Saint Paul, and then all North Dakota was fucking god-awful. <laughs> that was the worst. Yeah, and I we, thought Minnesota on the way back was awful, too. But no, it's just that even when we got we do work in Rochester, man, that, oh, God. But other than that, I enjoyed the drive. It's, you know, getting to see something, you know, I haven't seen it in 20 years, last time I was out there. Yeah. You know? But uh, anything? Do you see anything neat? And what what you know? What was your favorite part of your trip? Favorite part of my trip was actually the city of Deadwood, man. I loved it there. Beautiful. Just a nice time. I mean, they totally embrace like the whole historic, like the whole history behind their town oh, too. It's crazy. It's it, it's like yeah, it, it feels it, like home, but you're not from there. If it would have been, if uh, the one thing I could say, if they could like put dirt back down and make it dirt roads like you you know minus all the concrete and everything else that you yeah. see you know you'd it'd be like it never it never left oh it's just the wild west well like look at the franklin the franklin yeah i, I can imagine that like even 100 years ago the franklin looked like the franklin you know what right. i mean and then even like that turn when you, when you come like, you know, from sturgis that way, yep. Like that historic turn, you can see right yep. downtown, see and you're just like, holy the whole tower, shit! Right, you can yeah. see the water tower. Oh, it's just that place. I could probably live there if I really wanted to. I, I thought about it. This is really nice there. We the should, only thing is that there's fucking nothing out there, man. <laughs> well, that, see, that's the one thing about that stretch between Sturgis, Deadwood, uh, Lead. You're that close to. Some sort of normalcy, right? But once you get you, you north, get past, yeah, and then you get to the east, you're 50 miles from anything. Yeah, at least, at least like there, at least there's some sort of normalcy where you can, right. you can find something to do, right? Whether it be hunting or you know, right? I, that's all you know. That's what my friend does out in North Dakota. Mm-hmm. He finds new areas to hunt, and that's his hobby. Because right. <laughs> what else? What else are you gonna do besides hang out with a bunch of angry fucking oil workers? Right. <laughs> Which I could, I could do that work too, though. I don't mind fucking throwing a pipe around. That is... I don't think I could live in that community. That is the wild... Li- well, you have to. Yeah, well, if you buy a place, you don't have to, but... I suppose. Yeah, tonight, uh, Miller High Life. Yeah, I forgot the wallet, so... Champagne of beers. I don't know about that. I, I, I'm a sucker for Miller products. 
I'm not. No? <laughs> what are you, Bush Light? You're a Bush Light no. guy. I'll never drink Bush Light. Ever. You know, my dad's a big old Milwaukee guy. And I remember one time I had a party here outside. I got the Bush Light for, you know, friends. Yep. Because all of our friends like to drink shit. Right. So, you know. And I remember I had beer and a six pack that was cold. And I had all full Milwaukee besides one. And I just grabbed it out of the fridge and threw it in the six pack. <laughs> and Dad grabbed it, took a sip, and he literally like, spit it out. Like he knew that he was all like he's you know, he you drink as much as he does, so I think you can yeah, acquire any taste. He's never never change what you drink. Yeah, he hit that, he was like, No, fuck this. No, I'm a ham special light guy. That's one of my favorites. My brother here drinks that like nonstop. Does he drink the actual hams or is it special light? He drinks ham special light. Because yeah. I bought hams for him for Christmas one time. That's a hard. Had. That's a hard one to drink. I like it. But well, he yeah, he drank it, but he it's like, heavy, man. You drink like four of them and you're ready to pass off. Oh, he said it was like drinking a pork chop. Yeah, it's it's thick for sure. So my uh, like the biggest, you know, the most exciting thing to have me this week besides work, uh, Hulu. Your Thundercats. Yes, Hulu. Put on Thundercats. They have the 1985 show and they have the 2011 re, re you know, the re, you know, yeah. they brought it back. Yep. And holy shit, I didn't watch it all. I got like six episodes into the 85, and I would do like I'm like four into the new ones, so I do like two of the old ones and two of the old, you know, <laughs> two of the new ones, and I just kind of mix it up. Right. But I forgot how good the entrance song was for that. Thundercat song. Oh god, yeah. So good. That one and the one from X Men. Yeah, like yeah. oh, in '85, the Thundercat song. Oh my god, he does that. Uh, he has the sword. Takes the sword. Thundercats, <laughs> Thundercats, Thundercats. Ho! <laughs> and you know, here comes Cheetah or uh, Chitara. Yep. And, uh, Panthero and all those everybody. Or, uh, yeah, Lion was the main character. Then there's a. Uh, a tiger, I can't remember his name. Anyway, yeah, it's, a, it's a good show. It, it that it's not as good as X Men. I'm not gonna sit here and say it's better. It's absolutely not as good as X Men, but it's good, and it kind of brings yeah, back you know, the old nostalgia. Well, it brings you back to like the old Saturday morning cartoon, right, or Sunday you know, morning cartoon. Right. The first thing you did was go get a giant bowl of cereal and sit down in front of the TV, and here we go. Hot, hot question: What was your cereal choice? Cinnamon Toast Crunch. It's good. I was a big uh, peanut butter. What the hell is it? Uh, the Captain, Captain Captain Crunch, the Captain, peanut butter yes, kind? Yeah. I'm a peanut butter nut, though. Bitch. I eat peanut butter just about fucking... Oh, not, not everything, but almost everything. They don't make it anymore, but... It was like... It was a cereal kind of like Cinnamon Toast Crunch, but it was... It was flavored... Uh, like blueberry muffin flavored. Oh, those were... Uh, they're like the generic. Yeah, brand they're off brand. I know you're talking about. That, that was another one. Walmart I, brand ones. Yeah. That or uh, Waffle Crisp. Waffle, that's what I was thinking. <laughs> yeah. Waffle Crisp was, that was good. That's, probably, that, that's actually probably my favorite. I really always liked uh, the Count Chocula, the uh, Cocoa Puffs. No. No, you don't like those? No. I always liked those. Fruity Pebbles. I could eat a whole bag of Fruity yeah, Pebbles. Fruity Pebbles are good, too. <laughs> and Oreo came out. A couple, you know, they used to have like the mystery boxes. Oh yeah, and I swear to God, the filling was fucking 
uh, Fruity Pebbles. It was so <laughs> good. It was amazing. I, I think I mowed down the whole fucking bag. <laughs> what do you do? Do you do the double stuff Oreos or do you go mega stuff? Single. You do the single. Straight up. I have to go mega. I, I love the megas. Because, I I because you can take the sandwiches in half and you got like a fucking ultra mega. But I don't, I don't do that. I just take them out of the bag and I eat them. Yeah. I just eat them. You mean at the thins? I don't, yeah. With like the regular? No, no, that's the regular. Just the oh, no, I don't thins. eat some thins, no. She gets them and... I don't like those. Yeah, she likes them. But you know. Or a lot of times, own. I'll get like a glass of milk. And then I'll just fill, like, I'll put the Oreos in the glass and then fill the, put the milk in the glass and then drink the milk and then just eat the fucking Oreos out of it. I, uh, I can't do that anymore. I can't, I can't, <laughs> I can't handle milk. What? That, yeah, I can't. It's weird. Was it, like, make you sick or what? Yeah. Really? That's too bad. Well, I found out the hard way because I kept on drinking milk. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I couldn't figure it out. Because, like, <laughs> you got to pick one thing. You just, just factor this up and see what's better for you. Right. So I did it for a week. It felt fantastic. Right. Then I went back to it. I felt like shit that week. Yep, like, there's got to be the milk. There's got to be the milk. Well, because I used to drink a fucking gallon of milk in two days. You know what I mean? Like, it's gone. It was only me because she can't drink milk either. So it's just like... Right. 2% milk, I had that fucker gone in two days. I drink whole milk. Yeah? Yep. I'm jealous. I like whole milk, too. It's 2%. I just, you know, as a kid, it's just a receipt. Like, oh, yeah, throw in the bag. I throw in the cart. I just still think you're getting... Even at 2% milk, you're missing out on a lot of nutritional value. I can't handle any of it anymore, so yeah. I'm missing out on a lot. Yeah. I mean, you can get, like, almond milk. <laughs> Some isn't bad. See, I tried the milk, I tried the Organic Valley uh, lactose-free milk. Oh. Like, not against Organic Valley, but it tastes like shit. Like it's <laughs> the only thing that Organic Valley makes that I think that tastes good, this is purely opinion-based here, the only thing that I like from them is their chocolate milk. Oh, yeah, the chocolate milk is phenomenal. That's the only thing that I like. Chocolate milk. And they got, well, their che- some of the cheese is pretty decent. Nope. Not a fan. Nope. I don't know, hey, eat your own. I can't judge you for it. <laughs> I'm, just big, string cheese I, really I'm not a big cheese guy. I don't eat, no, a, I I don't cheese. Need, I don't eat a lot of cheese. See, I, the nice thing about... See, you can eat cheese, but you can't drink milk. I can eat certain cheese. Yeah, I can eat stuff, you know, mildly. You know what I mean? Right. Like, I can't, I can't, fucking, right? I can't throw it on a fucking well, that's, block of fucking cheese. You should carry that principle with just about anything yeah. that you eat. Like, everything is good for you in moderation, except for maybe like Twinkies or something like that, where it's literally just plastic, basically. See, I I don't need a lot of Twinkies. No, I don't need that. I think it should be, ever since Harold Ramis died, Twinkies should just be memorialized. <laughs> what about the Twinkie? <laughs> Um. Yeah, Thundercats. That was fun to watch. Oh, I started watching that seventy show again too. Really? I love that show. Red Foreman is a god. Yeah. No, oh, it's just hilarious. It's perfect. Point Place Wisconsin doesn't exist, but you know. Well, right. Point Place Vikings. <laughs> Kelso did Letterman Jack. <laughs> yeah, I just finished up her hike. Got busted for pot. <laughs> And Eric, you know, because Red, Red and Kitty changed their mind. He could stay, Kelso, or uh, Hyde could stay in the house. Right. And Red and Eric walks in. You can't kick them out because I do it too. And he, <laughs> they're both under house arrest. <laughs> Dumbass. Right. You better knock that off, Eric, and you're wearing your ass as a hat. 
Oh, yeah. I heard, yeah, other than that, I watched Hard Knocks. I caught up on that, which is the HBO's. Yep. I've caught up on that a little bit, which that has got to be some bizarre you know, scenarios for those players. Yeah. Well, because they like, I remember like, they're showing like they have like the wristbands like with the thing, you know, you know if he tells you you're too close or whatever. Right. And the guys make a big joke out of it, you know, but. Right. I guess you got to make light of any situation you're in. Right. When you're still playing football. Right. I they, they didn't because like all the veterans get to go home. They don't get to stay like in a camp. Mm-hmm. They all get to go home. Right. I think if you're gonna try to control this, you know, virus, you know, make an attempt, you think you keep everybody in a bubble like the NBA is doing. Mm-hmm. The NBA's been up and running now for three months or something like that, or you know, right. in that, not one case has popped up. So I think if you got if you're gonna do it, I think you gotta take that motto and right. I mean, these guys are still gonna make their TV money and shit. So. Yeah. Yep. What else is there? Lovecraft Country, I guess. Oh, that was so good last episode. Last I, 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 I would, I'd love to spoil it, but I think yeah. we'll, we'll get like more into spoiler shit when the series is over and you should have watched yeah, it anyways. you should have watched it anyways, but so yeah. I don't know how many episodes are in a season. I would assume like, I don't know, it's hard to say. You used to be able I'm to, sure it's be 10. You used sure. to be, well, I mean, yeah, you used to be able to base it off of like Game of Thrones or whatever, any yeah. like... Or Westworld, I think, had like 10 episodes. Yep. I think that's normally what they started. I think, yeah, normally it's 10, and obviously Game of Thrones with the 8, and then 6. It was 8, 7, 6. Yeah, 8, 7, 6. I thought it was eight, or 10, 8, 6, last 3. No, season 7, I think, had 7 episodes. Well, whatever. Oh, yeah, it doesn't matter. The way that it fucking ended, I don't give a shit anyways. Right. Um, yeah, but... You get to meet some new characters, the Braithwaite family. Yeah, yeah, that was nuts. I I remember actually like this show has like got me like the wheels turning because I'm just curious what's gonna happen next week. Well, that what happened in this week's episode was just so it was like they jumped right to the that like it felt like that should have been the climax at the end of the season, you know? Yeah. But it's only the second episode. <laughs> well, usually the second episode is always like. You know, like, it's like, like a come down. Yeah, it comes yeah. down. Yeah, so, I mean, it was for a while, you know, they were doing their thing, and then all of a sudden it just went right back up. Yeah, and then you get to meet, I shouldn't even spoil it, but we do it anyway, you get to meet, you find, they finally find Anakis's father. Yep, Montrez, yep. Which was like, once you save this for the end? But I guess, I well, didn't Well, I think he's got a bigger part to play. Yeah, well, I hope he does, I actually do like that character a lot. Yeah, I like the actor that they got to play him, too. What the hell else I, is he in? He's in Assassin's Creed, that movie. I haven't seen the Assassin's Creed. What? No. I know Fassbender's in it. Yeah, that's a... That's a, We're like the king of mentioning all these movies that people shit on. But that movie is a f- phenomenal movie. I just never got around to it. I wanted to see it in theaters. You can rent it on, like... Movie, it's on, uh... Whatever. It's on HBO Go, I think. Or HBO Max now. Is it? I think so. Could be. I'll have to look. I see Prince of Persia was on uh, Disney Plus. I didn't even play that video game. I didn't even know they made a movie. Yeah, it's uh, what's his nuts from Jarhead? Jake Gyllenhaal. Yeah, Gyllenhaal plays Prince of Persia. Hmm. What else? There's a lot of DC dropped that DC fandom thing. They let loose a lot of shit. Yeah. Um, a lot of shit. Obviously, Batman. The, yep, the Batman. Which, it's the, the Batman is what it's called. Yeah, the Batman. And 
you got so much shit going on in those trailers. Riddler. Did you see Colin Farrell's playing Penguin? Penguin. And then did you catch the Joker in the trailer? He's. I think you're just gonna see him, but you see him also in the trailer, but it's very quick. And it's Johnny Depp face paint. Oh really? Yes. I'll have to rewatch it. You gotta. It, it's really quick. You gotta see it, but he's in it. Because yeah, I, I watched a breakdown trailer. Oh, did it? Yeah. And then the guy's like, oh, and by the way. Boom. Boom, here it is. Here's Johnny Depp. Then uh, what else was there? I don't want to stick too much on one because they, they dropped a lot of stuff. Um, Black Adam. Black Adam. And the trailer for the Snyder Cut. Yes, and that's uh, going to be a TV series, right? Well, it's, I mean, it's a movie, but it's, it's four, like four hours long, so yeah. HBO's splitting it up. It's not, I don't think it's re-releasing in theaters, it's going right to HBO. Yeah, because they have the rights over it. Yep, so it's a, yeah, it's going to be a four-part. I don't know if they're going to just drop the whole four-part series, or if they're going to do like a week-by-week thing. I, I hope, hope they not. do a week-by-week thing, cause, because then you can, you know, obviously, I'll binge it all anyways, mm-hmm. but... I think that kind of give you like more of a DC nostalgia when you're trying to right. get more into it, more into it, more yep. into it. And I was listening to Kevin Smith's podcast. He does, he has like two different ones. I don't even remember which one it was. But he was saying, like he like really pushed for this to happen because every director should be able to see their finished product. But in some sort even, of sense. He wasn't even the director on that movie, though. He started as a director in that movie, but he had to leave because... Then he ended up just being a producer? Yes. Because I, I think he produced he, it. Yeah, he, he he had something to do with most of the movie, and something happened. I think something happened in his family. Creative differences, whatever it was. Well, yeah. I think something happened in his family, and he had to leave. Oh. And then obviously they brought in Joss Whedon. Yeah. But Schneider, he's going to kill it. I'm so excited to see it. Yeah, the first the first character you see on that trailer is Darkseid. Mm-hmm. You know, it's gonna be fucking crazy. It's like an hour and a half extra footage. Like, there's new characters that were completely cut from mm-hmm. the actual theatrical version. Yeah, like they he like refilmed a lot of that shit. Yeah, they gave him like fifteen million dollars to like reshoot, like do, like re-edit the whole movie. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's gonna be phenomenal. And it's going to give that movie some justice, finally. I think so, yeah, for sure. Because a lot people, of... People wanted that movie, like, ever since the first... Ever since the Justice League came out, I think they were begging for the Snyder Cut of the movie. Yeah, well, I think everybody wanted to see this movie fucking done right mm-hmm. since Man of Steel. You know what I mean? Like, everybody wanted to see this film since Man of Steel. Right. And I think... I, I did like the original movie. It was, it was good. It wasn't, you know, it wasn't like what I expected, right. what all the hype was supposed to be, and you're going to put Batman versus Superman, this is how you're going to make your movie, but mm-hmm. this movie deserves this, right. you know, I guess revamping of it. it hope, I hope it's great, I hope it's absolutely outstanding, I have every faith that he's going to kill it, and it's just, I'm so pumped for it. Yep, and then they dropped the first look at the Suicide Squad movie. I haven't seen that yet. Oh, there's so many characters in it, it's crazy. I, yeah, I think we talked about this before, but... Uh, I forgot, yeah, there's a bunch of... Yeah, you said a bunch of characters. Uh, Idris Elba, I said this wrong before, he's not playing Deadshot. He's playing Bloodsport. Some other... He's obscure, another offshoot. But... Obscure villain. They've got a lot... Do they got a guy on the roster... Polka dot man or something? <laughs> no, 
It's not polka dot, man. I it's, think no, it literally is that his name, polka dot man? Because I, I know there is a, a crazy so. quilt who wears polka dots. I don't. And he's an OG comic book character. Polka, whatever. He's got a white suit. Polka, like he can like make himself bigger and smaller, and then like he can turn the polka dots into weapons. Like he can throw them. Oh, I don't think that's the same guy. Because crazy quilt was like an OG um, mercenary for during World War Two. Michael Rooker. Rooker. Whatever the Yondu guy. He's coming back as Savant. So there's like, I don't know, John Cena's in it as like a super douchey version of Captain America. Yeah. I think he's a peacemaker, peacekeeper, I think is what his name is. That's a perfect role for him, though. He's actually a good actor. So, yeah, I think the only one from the first movie that's not coming back is Deadshot. Harley Quinn is back, Rick Flagg is back. Captain Boomerang is yeah, back. Yeah, I love Captain Boomerang. He looks badass in this one, too. Good. But I don't know. They were saying that they weren't too hopeful for a lot of the OG characters from the first movie to make it out. Cause it took so long for this movie to get made, though. It's happened right in the middle of the whole James Gunn getting fired. And, yeah. You know. How do you fire James Gunn? Like, the guy is a genius. This is cancel culture shit. Yeah. Looked on his Twitter from fucking 12 years ago. And as soon as they did that, the whole cast of Guardians of the Galaxy was like, we're not making another movie unless he's directing it. So, you know, I don't know. If Bite the bullet. We'll write him an apology letter now or whatever, I guess. You know. So, not to get off topic, but I seen George St. Pierre was talking about he didn't say anything about fighting, but he was talking about a weight. Because obviously Khabib Nugumedov, he wants to fight like two more times, he wants to retire. But obviously his dream to fight... That, why are you going to fight some guy that's been retired for ten years? Like, what the fuck? I think a George St. Pierre retired for X amount of years is still better than half the fucking well, roster Well, right, I anyways. get that, but I mean, as like a younger fighter like Khabib, like, why... It doesn't make sense to me, like, why you're challenging this guy that's retired. Like, I think... I just, it doesn't make sense to me. Khabib's a good fighter, but George St. Pierre's a smaller guy anyways. And he went to 185, he beat a prime Michael Bisping for the belt. He went up right. to beat a champion. I don't think... He's such a big dude, I don't think he can cut to 155. But if, you know, I think if, he, if anybody could do it, it's him. Mm-hmm. And I also think if anybody could be Khabib, right, the drop the hat, I think it's him. Yeah. And I don't think, I don't, I think Khabib is a top ten guy in the welterweight because welterweight's a bunch of killers. Yeah, Tommy Tinder, uh, Woodley, you got fucking uh, Damian Maya. I, 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 Damian Maya, he's not Damian Maya like eight years ago, but this is a guy who submitted. The best wrestler the UFC is probably pure wrestler the UFC's ever seen in Ben Askren. Right. And, you know, obviously Khabib's a great wrestler, but I think if you make that mistake, Maya can catch anybody. He's just that good. Yeah. I mean, as far as Khabib and GSP actually fighting, I think Khabib's, he gets too far in his head sometimes, you know, like, I don't know. He just feels like he's like a, you know, like a Diaz, not that bad, but I think he lets his emotions get in the way. Yeah, but I think GSP he, is not. Yeah, like, he's seriously looking for retirement, though. 
and he thinks that he could do something special on his way out, like beat George St. Pierre. I mean, let him have those thoughts. Right. But you got to realize, too, George St. Pierre's been retired now for another four years. Right. But George is talking about, what well, wait, well, where are we going to fight at? So I think if, if it's in George's head thinking about this, I think it might actually happen. It could. It could. I mean, it'd be sweet. I'd, I'd, I'd buy that fight because I do well, like I mean, it. yeah, I don't... I think Khabib Nikomedov is not only a great fighter, but I think he represents what some of these fighters should be. That's, you know, one of those community first guys. Right. And he's, he wears his emotions on his sleeve when sometimes that gets him in trouble, like what happened right. after the Conor McGregor fight. Yep. But I guess in his defense, Conor had it coming. I mean, all yeah. that fucking build-up and then... All the shit Connor was saying, yeah, he's from the Middle East, Russia area, and yes, he's Muslim. But, you know, you let you know his words you carry, you carry, carry. Bring carry. that, you know, yeah, you can't bring that into your whatever trash talk the guy, but you got to leave that stuff off. Yeah, you got to leave. I mean, you got to leave family, family you gotta leave, and religion, religion and, and like all that stuff. Yeah. You got to leave that off, unless you're Chael. And, you know, obviously, I think Chael. He got his ass. Kicked enough times that you know. Yeah, let Chael be Chael. <laughs> yeah, they just had that a couple weeks ago. It was uh, ten years since Chael versus Anderson. All the time. I watched the uh, what's the show where they they pick two pro coaches and then bring the teams in. Yeah, uh, Alter Fighter. Yeah, when they him and Vanderlei him and Vanderlei got in a fight in the like on the floor. I can't let you get close. <laughs> <laughs> and one of their one of Vanderlei's teammates came up and just sucker punched Chael right yeah. in the face. Like, what the fuck? I think, like, it's funny because Chael carries that persona, but, like, if you, like, listen to him, like, he has that show on ESPN with uh, Ariel Hawani. Right. Hey, can you listen to him talk? Like, you would never, ever guess that that was Chael Sada 10 years ago. Right. Like, he's just such an upstanding <laughs> guy. He, he says, you know, obviously he's Chael, so he's going to say whatever he's going to say, but, like, he's such a smart dude. And,. He's kind of a, you know, kind of a role model, I guess, because, you know, you see a guy who gives that much back to his community, mm-hmm. and you see a guy who, when he goes up there and talks, A, he's going to give you a fight. I mean, that's the one thing about Chael, he was never going to back away from, you know, putting on what he wanted to do. Right. You know, he was the only guy that beat Anderson Silva four rounds in a row. He just got caught in a triangle. Right. And then, yeah, I just, I'll never forget that. That cut, you know, he's like, yeah, at the end of the fight, I was looking for my belt because, you know, I won four rounds, he won one round, you know. <laughs> so. Oh, yeah. And then the second fight happened, and he went for that fucking spinny back fist. I'll never forget we were in Hooters. Yeah. I think we were the only people in the building cheering for Jill yeah. Sonnen, too. We're on the team. We were a team bad guy, through and through. I just remember, what are you standing up? What are you doing? I think we, uh, yeah, I think we left, left like, shortly. As soon as he threw that speed <laughs> back, we knew the fucker was over. <laughs> oh man. Yeah, those are the days. But, yep. Uh, Down a guy today too. Researcher guy in here. Yeah, Dawson went somewhere else. He he'll, he'll be back soon enough. He well deserved siesta. <laughs> yeah, one day of work. One day, and, yeah, yeah. One day of work is gone. Yeah, you just get a vacation, I guess. <laughs> yeah. So this this is our ninth episode already. Yeah, it's hard so, to believe. We've already we, done like ten times as many episodes as we did before. I think we did 
six before. So. Maybe. But we are just as far along as Star Wars is. Series-wise. What? There's nine episodes of Star Wars. Oh, no, there's yeah. nine episodes of us. And we're going to all pass them because we're going to have a show next week. Pretty soon we're going to be on, like, on pace to beat uh, Simpsons. Well, that and Fast and Furious. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think we'll ever catch up to them. Was <laughs> another Hobbs and Shaw coming out? I don't know. I fucking... I gave up on those movies. I didn't even watch that movie. I don't I, I love Jason Statham. Too many egos in one film. It's hard to cooperate with all that. I'm trying to think of my favorite Jason Statham character. Like overall? Yeah. Oh, Expendables. Yes. Yeah. Or The Hitman. Christmas. Yep, Christmas or The Hitman. Or I was thinking Frankenstein. Oh, actually, I take mine back. Death race. Take mine back. My favorite Jason Statham character is the, when he plays the guy in Snatch. He's the businessman. What? You ever seen Snatch? Oh, man. <laughs> Please watch that. It has a, a Del Toro. Uh, Benicio Del Yeah, Toro. he's in there. Jason Statham's in there. Brad Pitt's in there. Um, Brad Pitt plays a gypsy. <laughs> He's a he's a boxer and like they did pay him to like throw these fights, but he oh. like he doesn't know how to lose. Like he was going to knock the fucking guy out, and walk away, and then right. then uh, he played. Uh, I think it's the guy that played Commissioner Gordon and uh, Christopher Nolan Batman. Oh, Gary Oldman. Yes, he just flipped the fuck out. Like what the? Because <laughs> he'd go around and, like take all these side hustles. Like oh, he's a drop in the third. You know? Right. No, he'd go up and knock him out first ten seconds. <laughs> He just flips shit and he puts a hit out for him and you know, he's a gypsy so like he's never there and he puts a hit out for oh, him. Oh, so it's basically the story of Pulp Fiction. Kind of, but not really. <laughs> it's really good. It's, you know, it's, it's a British movie. Right. It's, yeah, it's, it's, it's outstanding. I haven't seen it in a while, but I've seen like, this, I haven't seen it in a long time. I know I've seen it more than twice. It's mm-hmm. just an outstanding movie. And obviously Statham this play is just a key role in the whole movie. Just, uh, you know, He's just that character. He's, right. just, he's not a fighter, like I said. He's he's a businessman in that movie. It's just hilarious to see him in that role. Right. Because you know, as he matured, as he matured as an actor, he became an ass kicker. As Christmas, as uh, what's his, you know, Hobbs, you know, Hobbs or no, he's Shaw. Yeah, Deckard Shaw. Deckard Shaw, and then you know, obviously, Crank, which I love that character too. What's his name? It's uh, Chad Chelios. And this is the day that I die. <laughs> Yeah, that's a good one. The ringtone. Those are so over the top. Oh, man. Yeah, those when great. he falls out of the sky. <laughs> he, uh, Amy Smart's in that movie. He's nailing her in front of the oh. Chinese people. <laughs> those are good movies. Oh, yeah. He's going to be... I hope he becomes more, like, as he gets older, that, that like, older, like, Red Foreman-type ass kicker. Right. Yeah, I think he has that persona that can carry... But I love that role as Christmas. Is There's that not like a whole lot. I, I don't know. I watched Extraction the other day with Chris Hemsworth. Extraction. It's on Netflix. You should watch it if you haven't watched it. It's really good. I watched him with Ryan Reynolds, that Netflix movie with him. It was good, but I didn't like love it. Which, which one was that? That's the one. Michael Bay directed it. Oh, is that the one where he's like in a video? He's like a video game character. I think so. And then he like, he like, becomes like self-aware. Or something? I think so. I'm trying to think. No, there's a couple of actors in that, too. I can't remember the name of it. 
It wasn't. See, that's why I don't remember. It wasn't really. Oh like, no, you're thinking. Uh, what is that one? Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Um, you're like, it's, it's like a cheap knockoff Expendables. Yeah, it's got a really weird title. It's like six, six, underground or yeah, something like that. Yeah, it's. It wasn't great. I don't know. I just. I, you get these movies. You get, like you put you put this cast around you. You know, it's just like be the Expendables. Not a lot of like. There's not a lot of these action hero type, you know, like like your Jason Statham and you know like Sylvester Stallone, like pretty much all the you know all the old eighties action heroes, ass kicker, you know, like there's not, I don't see a whole lot of those. I mean, I guess they got John Wick now with Keanu Reeves, which I watch those. You should watch those movies too. They're really good, really really good. I'm a big, I do like Keanu Reeves. I really hope, because I've seen something like online that Keanu Reeves is supposed to be in the next Star Wars movies. Yeah, and I also heard somewhere where he's, I think he's cast as Moon Knight. I think I've mentioned that before on the show, but I'm not 100 sure. I thought Moon Knight was only a series. Yeah, but then he's going to downgrade already. Well, it's going it's to be like one of the, like so these series that are coming out on the Disney Plus are going to be like six part movies. Yeah, they're not going to be like, they're not just they're not going to be like this like a TV series. It's going to be yeah, movie. I Moon Knight is such a cool character. I I can see him playing that pretty well. He's yeah. Moon Knight's an ass kicker. It's like a just a whatever like a loner, you know. In the comics, I think he's actually like he's he's mental, fucked up. He's like head. mentally yeah, ill. He's yeah, yeah he's, he's like delusion. I don't know if he's delusional or whatever. He's got like yeah, but. I got, I got his first appearance. Werewolf by Night 32. There you go. It's in shit shape, but I got it. You got it. It's pretty fucking gnarly. Speaking of things I got, and I fucking love it to death, and I sent you a clip of it. Pull your vinyl? Yeah, I got Tool. Tool and I got Master Puppets. <laughs> but Tool... I'm a, like I said, I said on here before, I am a sucker for 90s rock. And I'm not. Fucking tool, man. That's on vinyl too. It's just holy fuck. It's. I like good. his other band, Perfect Circle. Yeah, I like them. Yeah, I. I, I mean, I like some of Tool's music too. Like some of it's pretty good. But. You gotta realize too, like a lot of like you, you hear a lot of them on the radio, but like none of their songs like stick. Right. But I think that's what kind of makes that band special because they have so many hits. Then you're every time you hear them, you're, you're into it. Right. But you can't remember the name of that goddamn song because you yep. have the song, you know, Schism, and you got Forty Six Two, and you got uh, you know, Sober, and you got you know, like just all these weird the pot, and you got like all these weird right, like, title names and songs. Like one of them, you gotta like, like type in the whatever two words yeah. you remember from the song. Yeah, like, I know the pieces fit, and you look it up, and it's like, oh look, Schism. <laughs> right, yep. But like he, James Michael Keener has such. A awesome way to deliver his lyrics every single song and then you listen to like a whole album you just don't get bored because it's just they have a specific, just specific sound mm-hmm. all the way through and it just carries it's just it's such a fun listen and I also started listening to Dell 21 today phenomenal <laughs> phenomenal I got home from work I threw on you know, the Master Puppets album and which 
you know, I forgot how many good songs are on that album. Oh, so, yeah. You know, obviously Master Puppets, Battery, Damaging, mm -hmm. and then to top it all off, the best song, Sanitarium, Welcome Home. I love that song to death. You gotta get whatever album Whiskey in the Jar is on. That's Damaging, I think. Because oh. that is my favorite Metallica song ever made. Whiskey in the Jar. That's, uh, that's actually a remake. That whole album's remakes. Oh, really? Yeah, because they, they covered Diamond Head. Oh. Uh, what the fuck's the name of that song? I got, I actually... Researcher? Yeah, Researcher. No, I actually got it right here. Prepared for it, huh? Yeah, no, it's it's in here. I download a lot of music, so you got to bear with me. <laughs> yeah. Am I Evil? Oh. But they asked, originally Diamond Head made that song. Yep. I didn't even click it, but yeah. Yeah, Diamond Head made that song. I, I actually prefer the original version more than the Metallica version is awesome, but right. the original version yeah. is just, just, this is better. Mm -hmm. And that's a remake of, uh, I can't remember the guy's name, but he was literally a psychopath on stage. <laughs> he was like the original Marilyn Manson, but like he would actually bring people on the stage and fuck them. Like, that's crazy. Yeah. Like, it didn't matter what sex, you're on the stage, you're going to get fucked. You're here to get entertained, I'm going to entertain you. That's crazy. Oh, yeah, yeah, I can't remember the guy's name. It doesn't matter. I'll, if we had a researcher here worth the shit, I can get you the name right Ooh, now. Right. But, yeah, it's just somebody, yeah, whiskey in a jar, and then, obviously, I Am Evil, or, or yeah, I Am Evil. Some, that's, a, that's a good album. It's all remakes. <laughs> Which I, that's why I don't like Five Free Death Punch because it's all they do is make remakes. I, uh, I don't know how many have they made. A lot. A lot? Blue on Black, black yeah, Blue on Black remake. Uh, I can't see, I can't remember all the I can think of like five maybe. It's a lot. Especially for a band that only hits or fucking remakes. You know who I don't think I've ever heard a remake from? Avenged okay. Sevenfold. They cover Pantera Walk yes, only yes. live, <clears throat> yep. only live, and I have nothing but respect for they, that. They did play. Them. I remember they did play it on the radio. One, I heard it on the radio like when it first came out. Yep. But they nailed it. It's, they did really good. Actually, speaking like remakes and like guys who write music for other bands, but then they still like Lemmy from Motorhead. Mm -hmm. you know, you know, he wrote how many amazing songs for Ozzy. Mm -hmm. My mom coming home. He wrote, and he's you know, right. but the song Hellraiser that Ozzy made is a million times better by Lemmy from Motorhead. <laughs> it is. It's just like it actually makes sense when Lemmy's doing it. Right. When you hear Ozzy's high pitch, right. it doesn't make sense because right. you're representing a uh, you know a murder in a movie. Right. So you get like that dark, deep, raspy voice. It's like when Nine Inch Nails made Hurt. You know, Johnny Cash made it. Yeah, Johnny, Johnny Cash. Ca they, oh, they, they gave, they, the, song. They they gave even, the song to them. Yeah, right. This is now your song because you did it way better than we ever could. How many times are, gonna, are they going to try to recreate Personal Jesus? I don't know. Because I just heard it on the radio again. So Marilyn Manson did it and now... Johnny Cash did it. Yep. Uh, Marilyn Manson did it first, then Johnny Cash, and then all those other bands doing it too. And this newest one... It's fucking terrible. Really? I think they should apologize to Johnny Cash. <laughs> then apologize to Marilyn Manson's that bad. 
Which is fine. I mean, I guess, like, everybody has a different take to a song, but, like, leave that one alone, because Johnny did it. Johnny did it last, let's leave it alone. Right. Anything Johnny Cash touches, well, obviously he can't do it anymore, but anything that he did touch. Yeah, it's just fucking, I don't know. But, realistically, we have, like, our viewership online lately, have you seen that? Going up, man. Going up, yeah. Facebook page is going nuts, loving it. Yeah, yeah, I keep on getting all these, you know, notifications, people liking the show, it's fucking awesome. We're getting popular. Again. Hopefully they're listening to it and they're not just like Well, it. our viewership online has gone up, too. On the app? Yeah, we're, we're between one episode one to episode eight, we're over 100 total listens. So people are hearing us. So hopefully the rule of doubling keeps on happening. May, I, maybe. Maybe we get a, a check like fucking Rogan got. <laughs> right? Maybe. I won't know what to do that kind of money. <laughs> I know what I'd do first. Buy more fucking vinyls. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what I want to get next. That's my problem because I get one, right? And then I get another one. I, I always get two at a time. You just gotta get keep getting them, and then pretty soon you're gonna be like, oh, I got them. Why? Well, I need to get. You have this whole bit, this whole thing filled up, dog. No, I don't want to have that many. I like. I really want to get like the next one. I want to get. I want like obviously be, keep my fandom. I want to get Meliora by Ghost just because it's their Grammy winner. Mm-hmm. But I do know I want to get all their albums. And I want to get a couple other albums that are close to home, I guess, like right. Alice in Chains Wood, or sorry, Alice in Chains Dirt, and then uh, I really want to get Iron Maiden Fear of the Dark, and I really want to get uh, Number of the Beast, Iron Maiden. There's, you know, there's so many different fucking you know, albums up there you can get. Right. I just have a hard time going to like a record store and seeing like... Seeing all of them. And then like... They have like you know the original copies, right? For fucking seventy dollars. <laughs> like, I, I mean, I get it. Yeah, they're cool. You know, like I guess like the buyer. But like, I don't see myself ever wanting to buy a seventy dollar vinyl unless the name on there is Metallica, Ghost, or Maiden. Right. Because I seen they had the Ozzy Osbourne one for seventy dollars, and I was like, I don't even like Ozzy that much. Right. Does anybody actually like Ozzy this much? I'm sure somebody does. <laughs> yeah. He's great. Don't get me wrong. You know, obviously, Black Sabbath. And I just... I like Ronnie James Dio more. I'm sorry. Yeah, to each their own. If I, I could ever get one tattoo of like any album cover, Ronnie James Dio, Holy Diver. It's like you got, a, you got a priest swimming in the water and you got a demon with the horns up in the background like going after a priest. That's another one that I think uh, Killswitch engaged. They nailed that remake. They did, yeah. I like that one. I think I like that one a little better because it's a little, he- you know, it's heavier. It's heavier, yep. You know. See, that's one thing, like, metal, I don't think metal could do anything wrong. But, like, you get to, like, the rock stage, like a fire finger. Right. That's when you can start fucking stuff up. But I think, I also think, like, The Sound of Silence by Disturbed. Nailed it. Fantastic. I mean, nothing against uh, Art Gunfunkel, or he has Art Gunfunkel. Simon Simon Gunfunkel. Nothing against that one. That was great, too, but I think Disturbs is actually better. Careless Whisper by Seether. Easy. Hall and Oates, Easy. Right? Did I get no, that? No, Careless Whisper is by... Um, wham. Wham, yeah, wham. Wham. 
Because, uh, yeah, Deadpool. Yeah. I downloaded that. Yep. I right heard that. <laughs> I downloaded this one. It's the album they earned the exclamation point. <laughs> yeah. They, uh, I always pictured my brother, Wyatt, in a fucking leather jacket playing a saxophone. That song. <laughs> I, for some reason, I can just see it. Man, I don't know. I like the I like the Caesar version. I do. I like Caesar. I thought we got Caesar. Where are they? Are they making music? I thought they just came out the album like two years ago. Maybe so. Well, obviously, like, how many people can still be making music? But, but I see because I seen, you know, Corey Taylor just came out with the Black Eyes Blue, which I thought was great. I don't. I'm this like guy though too. Like I don't think Corey Taylor could do anything wrong. Right. He he knows what he can do. He's not gonna. Branch out do anything stupid and it's gonna hurt him. Right. Which I don't know. It's it is what it is. At that rate, I mean, Corey Taylor is him and Dave Grohl are one of the two best songwriter musicians of our. I just time. watched a video of Dave Grohl, Dave Grohl kicking a dude out of his concert for fighting. Yeah. Stop mid song. Who's that? Who's that fighting? Who's that fighting over there? Look at me! Look at me! <laughs> Get the fuck out of my show. <laughs> <laughs> he, yeah, he's one of those characters, man, that he will always live in infamy. And unfortunately, for how talented he is, he's always going to be haunted by the shadow of Kurt Cobain. Yeah. And I think he's better than Kurt Cobain. Not against Kurt Cobain, but, right. you know, Foo Fighters are, I'm, you know, I'm not going to sit here and like, list like, the best bands of all time, but... I can make a great argument for being top ten. What does it for me, for Dave Grohl, playing Satan on Tenacious D. Absolutely, yeah. <laughs> well, he's just such a weird character. And that whole band of, you know, Foo Fighters is just like a band of bastards. I wish they would make another Tenacious D movie. I thought they were going to. I See, I thought I'd seen something, too, where they are going to, but... I mean, Jack Black's popular again, kind of. Kind of. You know, obviously doing all the uh, Jumanji movies. Right. Kevin Hart, The Rock. I mean, you can, Which I heard, you said they're good, right? Yeah, I like those movies. Yeah, Did you see funny. both? I have not seen the second one yet, but the first one, I think I laughed my ass <laughs> the entire time. But I know, I do know for in the second one, the Holland plays the bad guy. Oh. So. Spoiler alert. <laughs> <laughs> it's, yeah. It, Adele 21, though, that's a fucking solid album. It really is. Yeah, coming from I'm a metal head through and through. So you listen to Adele, right? Do you know who writes songs for Adele sometimes? Dave Grohl, Chris Stapleton. Oh no, shit! Good for him. I haven't gotten into the country that much, but I'm just like, that's. I heard he's good. Oh I just don't. God. I don't get into him. Oh my god, man! Was he who's better, him or that Cody Jinx? I see both those names lower. Chris place. Stapleton is he better? I'll give him a listen. I'll do you a favor. I'll listen to Chris Daniels. Listen to everything that he wrote. Dude, every, it's... Ugh. It's oh, oh I promise you I will listen to Chris Daniels. I've seen him live, and hands down, the best live concert I've ever seen in my whole life. I was listening... Yeah, remember when Dave Grohl and Foo Fighters did the HBO thing? Well, one of their albums, they did, like... He'd have, like, a, a person come in and do a song with them. Yeah. And he did Zach Brown. And... He said it himself that seeing Zach Brown live is by one of the. He's like, I've seen, you know, it's, it's Dave Grohl. He's seen everybody, right. you know, who's who. Yep. And he said that Zach Brown is probably one of the most entertaining people he's ever seen live. And this is the guy that used to 
go to, I can't remember the bar name, but sit down and drink fucking whiskey with Lemmy, Kilmeister, right. a.k.a. God. I, you know, I wish I could live that life. Takes all kinds of men, yeah. I, if I could take back and, like, pick one person's life, I'd be, I'd pick Lemmy Kilmeister's life. To be that mid-range <laughs> band my entire career, and then they go up to, like, a new band and say, do you want a whiskey? And hand a guy a bottle, and you're just sitting there drinking your whiskey just right out of the bottle. Like, that's a man. <laughs> Fucking smoking your Marbreds nonstop. Right. I mean, it wasn't, it wasn't even the Marbreds that killed him. It was cancer. Yeah, it's, it's a life. <laughs> I, you know, like, it's... To live your life your way, your whole life, right. is something that... Can be, he loved two things. He loved playing music, and he loved learning about World War Two. Right. That's, that's the way he wanted to live, and that's the way he lived his whole life. Like his boots collection, he, he, if you ever seen the Lemmy documentary, please watch that, because he would get boots inscribed like, he's not a Nazi lover by any means, but he'll have like Nazi fucking patterns and shit, like the, like the Nazi bulldog, and you know, right. like, just like, it's so cool. It's, yeah, he, he is such an interesting character. He, he didn't, no filter, he'd tell you, because he got, he got asked about He's a, you know, back in the day, Rolling Stone, every artist, you know, they came out with a new album, they'd ask opinions about it, you know. Right. And he got asked about The Darkness. I don't know if you remember that band. I believe in a thing called Love. Uh, they got asked about his opinion, and he just outright said, they sound like a bunch of cunts. <laughs> and then he, I, I think he got in a fist fight. I need to research her, but he, I, I think I heard he got in a fist fight, the lead singer of The Darkness, because he said that, I think your band sounds like a bunch of cunts. I don't like that word. No, I don't either, but he's British, so. Right. So, I, and to be that I mean, I'm not honest and never hiding anything, he lived his life, man. Right. It's, but I'm just saying, that's, a, like, for me, that's one of those words that, like. Makes you cringe. But you're the biggest hound fan I know. Yeah, I know, but I don't know. It, that's, like, the only thing he said. <laughs> <laughs> it was something, 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 and the C word. <laughs> Whinging. I that's yeah, that's probably my favorite quote in the whole show. <laughs> your mouth is moving. <laughs> your mouth is moving. You're complaining. That's whinging. <laughs> I bet you like that. Or the chick, the chickens, man. Yeah. Are you gonna die over a couple chickens? <laughs> Someone is. <laughs> Someone is. <laughs> Or him and Braun are ready to go or get in that fight in the brothel before the before the war starts. And uh, Battle of the or Battle of the Bay. Oh. Him and Braun are having that that <laughs> the, the punny the punny insult fest back and forth. <laughs> and then I think Braun who's gonna get bested. He's like Ted patting the lady in the back, I gotta get I gotta get killed real quick for the start. <laughs> But he had like the most important role. He was the guy that shot the arrow out into the into the into the napalm in the water. Ron? Yeah. Was he the one that pulled back the bow and shot the I thought there was a thing on there that he had the highest kill count for a while. I thought Did he do it? I, I think he did do it. Tyrion Reese, did it. No, Tyrion didn't do it. He was too busy in the fucking deal trying to he couldn't even see where the wall. What the hell did he do the bow? Maybe he did do it. I can't remember. Oh, best best bow scene, Game of Thrones. <laughs> this one, the funeral. Yes. <laughs> the blackfish takes it from him. 
Miss, Miss, What miss. the hell is that guy's name? Uh... Catelyn Stark's brother. Researcher. Yeah. Oh, God. Because he tried to make a play for the fucking Iron Throne at the end. Yeah, and then... <laughs> Uncle, sit down. <laughs> Uncle, sit down. Edmure. Lord Edmure Tully. Yep. Wow, what a shit role that guy was in. Yeah, literally just a... Just a fuck up. Failure the whole yeah, time just a fuck up. show. See, where the fuck were the Tullys in the... They fun? didn't want to... The, the last season, like, did you not want to ride north and help your fucking... Your nieces and nephews? Well, I think they were... Behind the scenes, they were part of it. I don't know. They might have been. They got, there, was, there was budget cuts, and they were going to write Star Wars. They had to speed up the season. You think we were going to get a, a cut... <laughs> Game of Thrones, <laughs> like a Schneider cut. A Game lot of, of those actors are like these people are signing petitions to like remake the season or whatever, and everybody like all the actors saying like this is extremely disrespectful. Like we were all part of this family for like fifteen years, and now you're saying that you, like, just because you don't like it, you know. I mean, we are the viewer, you know. Yeah, I just, but without them, we wouldn't have anything to watch, so... No, without us, HBO won't have any fucking money, so... <laughs> well, it's... Whatever, we can go down that rabbit hole forever, I guess. If we don't have Game of Thrones, we're still going to watch Love Care Country. Well, right, but we didn't have that before. But we had Deadwood. For three seasons. That was a great three seasons, man. I mean, well, right. Band of Brothers. Never watched it. Oh, my God. <laughs> How do you not watch Band of Brothers? That's, that was... That's an amazing show. I cried during that show twice. Got me twice. Twice, huh? I mean, spoiler alert, the Holocaust scene. I mean, there's nothing wrong with crying, I guess. Oh, man, I just don't do it often. <laughs> that one got me. That's like a vodka Red Bull night. Puking in a puddle and fucking crying. Getting smacked in the mouth. Yeah, I was uh... Sitting pretzel style in front of your truck. I don't know. I in the middle of a middle of snowstorm. Yeah, this is a snowstorm. I haven't had a vodka Red Bull since that night. I can oh, almost, I still do one. I can almost guarantee you, I've never had one since. Every time I go out with Kent, he always throws one in front of me. Does he? he really knows what happens. I become a mess. <laughs> <laughs> and he always waits too till like I'm like, I'm like twelve beers in, mm-hmm. and he throws that fucking concoction. Right, and you're like, oh, 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 can't say no. I guess. Well, you can't. You get that far, you know, well, liquids, liquids. Pour it in. We always had those. We've had those nights. Everybody has. Yeah. I just, I, like, New Year's, I used to drink those all the time, but, like, and then I realized, like, I'm walking home and I'm fucked up and my body's running on fucking 900 RPMs. I just can't, you know, it's like <laughs> shaking. <laughs> like, shaking, tired, walking, and I'm drunk as shit. Right. Frozen solid. Yeah. Well, you know me back in the day. I always wear shorts. Shorts. Well, it was negative 20 out. What are you doing? Wear shorts. Why? Because it's warm inside. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's like the most Wisconsin thing I've ever done growing up, wearing shorts everywhere. Yeah, there's people that do that, I guess. Well, Mr. Mr. Small. Yeah, I guess. I don't think. He always wore shorts in winter. He used to. No, he yeah. wore pants and stuff. Oh, he wore shorts in winter. It was hotter than hell in the building. 
Maybe. I don't know. I always thought he wore pants. I didn't pay attention. He gave a big speech because somebody asked him one time in class, why do you always wear shorts in the winter? And he, and he asked me, why do I always wear shorts in the winter? I'm like, I walk across the street and it's hotter than hell in here. <laughs> I'm the opposite now. Like, I don't... We were out there in Deadwood and Chip this week, wearing pants the whole time. Well, see, I, I'm the same way. I mean, look at this fucking pale legs. Well, I gotta I gotta wear pants for work all the time. Well, it's, it's just... So, like, I brought my I brought a bunch of pants, like, a bunch of pairs of pants, and my work boots, and then my cowboy boots. And my parents were like, why Why didn't you bring, like, tennis shoes or anything? I'm like, I literally live in my work boots. Oh, see, I can't. So I, I, just, I get I, double work, and I gotta get out of my boots. I wear them constantly. Like, I'll wear them to... I'll just wear them to, like, I'll wear them to go to the movies. Oh, which, I, uh, which we probably should have talked about. They're opening back up now. The yeah, are. opening up and new movies is coming out. God damn it. I can't believe I forgot about that. It's literally the only thing I've wanted to do since this stupid... Whatever sickness has been going around. Maybe we should do that Sunday. Go see New Mutants. Is that out already? Yeah, it's all in theaters. What? Yeah. What I are you doing tomorrow? I got stuff tomorrow. Oh, well, I will have to go to Sunday. I don't care. Do Sunday. Yeah. Be mid-afternoon, I get nine holes in. That's fine. I get my golf. Yeah. But... But, uh, I guess I don't know what we're going to do next week for a show. I like to do two again. I like doing two in a week, but yeah, whatever works. it doesn't matter. Um, if we go on Sunday, we can talk about the New Mutants, I guess. Yeah. Looks pretty good. Take Doss with us? He won't know what the fuck's going no. on. He's pretty busy anyway. Yeah. Fucking off. Driving trucks. <laughs> but, uh, but, uh, thanks again, everybody, for listening. Thanks again for putting up with us. And, uh, you know... The, the support, I guess, the last week has been awesome. Yeah, for sure. Um, so yeah, but yeah, keep on liking, keep on sharing, keep on you know, rating and reviewing us. Uh, keep on listening and keep on keeping on. Yep. And on that note, I'm Louis P. Schreier. I'm Austin. This has been episode nine of the Pierce Steel Podcast. See you.